Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, welcome to Team Talks, episode 20. We are here with our friend Lisset. 20th, 20th episode. Mm-hmm. That's special. I like the 20th. Good number, except for this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> except for the year. <laughs> Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so thanks glad to be here. Mercedes, another one of my best girlfriends ever <laughs> for like lifetime. She's also somebody we met. Wait for it, <laughs> freshman <laughs> year. <laughs> Has that been every time? Uh, Pretty lot. much. I, I give it like a good seventy percent. <laughs> if it's if it's not that we met them freshman year, it's that we know them through somebody we met freshman year. Okay. Yeah. Except for maybe Steven. There's a couple. There's yeah. Steven. Yeah. Danny. Yeah, Danny was on. So, but yeah. anyway, and Phil. But it's still a lot. But yeah. <laughs> so fun. That's a fun story. I'm going to start with that one, actually. So uh, as everybody knows, if they've listened to all the, you know, other people who we know from freshman year, um, we all did the freshman summer start program together, which is when we did summer school as freshmen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did yeah. not make good use of that summer start program. What did you say? I did not make good use of it. I took, yes, like, one class. You met your best friends. Yeah, academically. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, I true. Two, I took like, two classes and a seminar. You killed it the rest of college. Like, why do you need the fucking work? <laughs> right, exactly. That's true. Okay. My mind has changed. <laughs> but, like, when I first signed up for that program, like, my parents were all about it. And I was like, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. But I was like... Not to, like, stereotype or judge or anything like that, but I was coming out of high school, and I was like, what kind of people sign up for this program? <laughs> like, you know, like, who are these people I'm going to meet? Like, you know, <laughs> who signs up in summer school before right. freshman year college? People who want to leave home sooner. Yeah, well, that ended up being the <laughs> Yeah, like, at a normal college start time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so, CSU normal. In the, like, a, like a low-key anxiousness of, like, who I could meet, I went to the FSSP page, UCSB FSSP page on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I stopped all those people who were, like, following that page. And this cute girl who ended up being from the Valley, she lives in Lamar. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, Mom, I remember being in the front seat of our van. And I was like, Mom, if I can be this girl's friend, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I know it is. And, like, I almost considered, it was towards the end of June. So, like, we were just about to get all of our room assignments. And we all know that, you know, love my roommates, best friends. Um, but I was like, I wonder if I could, like, asked to be her roommate. I don't know. I felt so compelled. We had a couple of mutual friends, like, from the swim team. But one of our mutual friends is, like, my next-door neighbor, actually. Like, directly. Oh, yeah. What was her name again? Rachel. Yes. That was through, like, water polo and swim. But, anyway, it was so mm-hmm. fun. And that's ironic, because that's how you and Heather linked up. We, right? she messaged me on Facebook. And was like, do you want to get to know each other? So maybe we can apply to be roommates. And I was like, sure. And so we were like, we're both Catholic. We're both super involved in school. And then we were both, I think, just like so happy that we like found someone's like semi-normal seeming over Facebook. So we submitted to apply. Did you, you didn't message me though. No, I didn't. I did not. I was like anxious and nervous <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I remember getting your Facebook friend request that I did do uh-huh and I was like who's this girl 
I don't know if I even like accepted right away. I don't remember. I'm not sure. It's so funny. <laughs> I love I love when you get the friendship reminders on Facebook. Like you've been friends with this person. So like oh, yeah. every time it comes around that FSSP time of the year, oh. it's like bang, 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 bang. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is who I met in the exact order. <laughs> oh yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. And I knew of FS- FSSP because my older cousin, Annika, did it as well. So I wasn't, like, scared of, like, the type of people I was going to meet yeah. or anything like that because she I did think- it and made it seem like it was, like, the best thing. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that was, like, that was before I even met you. And then I met you and I was like, oh, I like her a lot. We bonded over um, Teen Wolf. Sorry, I'm going through the entire. This is, like, the very beginning of our friendship. But it's a long <laughs> you have a way better memory than I do. <laughs> you well, I was anxious. Oh, I do remember. I do remember. Lisette does too, though. Lisette, like, so you remember specific. the level of detail. You just weren't, like, you weren't hyper aware to our interactions. Like, I was anxious and you thought yes. I was weird because I friended you. Oh, you have the yeah. same level of detail of stuff. You and I, Definitely. like, we tone <laughs> stuff down when we recount memories to some people. <laughs> yeah. So it's not obvious that so we're, we're not, like, like super aware of it we're all. very detail oriented <laughs> yes we are <laughs> but anyway yeah i was all happy then we became friends and then you know the rest is history and all that mm-hmm. teen wolf and one tree hill and yes later one tree hill i think we just watching that together freshman year uh-huh yeah and then i kind of like and then we can off. yeah it's okay it happens and that's when we, fr- we watched i first got into um the bachelor watched Crit Souls this season. And oh, did we? Were, mm-hmm. We did in my little TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. That was super fun. Anyway. I don't think I, I watched any TV freshman year. Like, ever. Except, <sighs> I lie. We did watch Vikings in Mateo's room for, like, a month. I have no um, idea what that is. It's some obnoxious <laughs> Viking medieval type show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but enough of my <clears throat> voice. So, <laughs> tell us about. How are you doing? Uh, how is life? How is life? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> life is like kind of all over the place. Not like mentally or emotionally so much, but more like physics. Excuse me, physically, mm-hmm. because Amy and I keep moving from slow to the going back to a little more to back to slow and now we're going to be going to Shaver Lake soon and we were in Shaver Lake a few weeks ago so it's just like we keep bouncing from like place to place but it's also summertime so and the living's easy the living is so easy um so that's that's a little bit chaotic also and like yeah don't really get to see Evan that much because he's here working during the week (laughs) Mm-hmm. so that's pretty tough and when we're at home in Lemoore we're always pretty busy and occupied seeing family or hanging out with friends or anything like that so I don't know I just feel like he gets neglected a little bit <laughs> I know poor Evan but also because you guys have I want to hear that I want you to tell that story about you and Evan's like friendship and like cohort growing up and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that must be hard if you're hanging out with friends and he's like in slow yeah. <laughs> well I mean they're more our girlfriends not oh. like anyone he would miss hanging out with really so so he's okay and he knows that when I'm home like there's a lot of stuff going on and there's 
we have a bunch of family around, especially this last time because of my aunt's husband's memorial service. All the cousins were in town, so that was really fun. Obviously not for good circumstances, but... (laughs) Yeah, but still you were busy. Still was busy, yeah. And he understands that, like, when I'm home, like, that's kind of just what happens. So he's really good about it and doesn't make me feel badly. I just feel that myself. (laughs) Yeah, it's natural. Yeah. Yeah, like... I mean, I'm sure yeah. you like talk and hang out with them too, but it's like mm-hmm. you can't when you're home. Like I do, I feel like we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when okay. we when we're separated, we're just like, yeah, hey, how's it going? Good, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, that's and it. I think yeah, I think that's healthy. Like you're just doing your own thing, having your own part of your life for this you know moment in time, right. and I think that's good. And then you can come back and connect later and like recount what's going on between you guys, just you two. Um, but yeah, so that's that. And then I had something. Else. Oh yeah, I've I'm having like nightmares about starting school. <laughs> so tell everybody that Perfect you segue. are a hired-on teacher. Uh huh. I'm a math teacher at Pioneer Valley High School um, in Santa Maria. And so that's really cool because it's in Santa Barbara County. And so I'm just like repping UCSB. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but still living in slow. Wow. That's such a good combo. Great old vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm just like pretty terrified because our experience in student teaching got cut so short. Right. Yeah. And everything that was going to like the big chunk of our learning was going to happen, like got cut out, which is, you know, no one can control that, so. Right. So but it just, just like, you know what, fuck it, you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still had to be involved in our placements, so I was doing, like, weekly Zoom meetings with my students, but I would only get, like, eight at most show up from two class periods, so for a total of, like, 52 kids, I would have eight show up. Oh, wow. my gosh. hmm Yeah, so that was pretty crazy, and then, um, it was more heavily like grading and um, uh, planning. So like making up worksheets or posting things on Canvas because we use Canvas a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, anyway, so I'm, I'm really anxious and scared <laughs> about what's going to happen with school because I just feel like a huge part of our, my like training was just not there. And so that's not comforting to me at all. Um, so I was having nightmares. I haven't had them in a while though. So that's good. And I've been trying to start like preparing, like writing up my syllabus or writing up my classroom management plan. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't even know really exactly what I'm teaching. I mean, I know I'm teaching algebra one. I figured that out. So I'll be with ninth graders. (laughs) Yeah. The babies. (laughs) It uh, is. Like the math skills that you have, and you're like, yeah, algebra one. Yeah, but <laughs> teaching is totally different. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, helping somebody else understand the concept. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, yes. honestly, there's a, there's a big potential that there's going to be some online learning this next year. Yeah, so, this is perfect timing for it, you to get kind of that training. Or is it another level of anxiousness for you? <sighs> Both. Because, okay. like, it was great because I already had the online teaching sort of, um, like, experience because we had it for those the last three months of school. Sure. 
but at the same time I'm going to be I'm going to be the teacher this time like it'll be all on me on how I choose to run the you know weekly classes and what's going to happen so I will just feel better once the district has said okay this is what we're doing we're doing a hybrid schedule two days a week at school the rest of the time at home but we don't even have that yet so it's just like everything's so up in the air I think that's what it's going to end up being. But, like, I also mm-hmm. think that everybody's preparing to just go back to virtual full-time. Like, worst case, like, it could happen. Right. Like, and I think everybody's going to want to try because, like, people need daycare. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but yeah. And, I yeah, I don't know. Just being home, my dad is, like, really, <laughs> like, freaked out about COVID and he keeps an eye on the daily cases and they're going up like they're not going okay. down in we California peaked. we peaked since we opened up in Santa Barbara uh-huh the U.S. just hit like almost 40,000 cases in one day there's the highest amount of cases in one day in since the, the whole thing started since the whole thing started oh my gosh see yeah but that's the case like... of Santa Barbara and that was a while ago so you know U.S. we're number one and then you have people who are like would COVID even be real if this wasn't an election year? So it's just like, yeah. what is the logic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That part is just, oh my God. It's so crazy. Like some people legitimately believe it's not real. Yeah. I have some, some older friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Friends as in like Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like friends, moms. John's like, I don't identify dads with or parents. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I just see some crazy shit but yeah. it's like something about like like freedom to uh, or like bureau of freedom of, of breathing or something <laughs> like that like freedom to breathe and like don't, I don't have to wear a mask oh yeah and I'm just like what the worst case mm-hmm. is yeah doing the masks wears nothing yeah and the biggest inconvenience is I had to wear a mask when I went outside mm-hmm. other than maybe it is real and maybe you can kill people. Like, right, why the, can't you just wear a damn mask? I literally saw mm-hmm. of this guy trying to fight this Walmart employee because the Walmart employee was like standing in front of him, like you can't enter. You can't go mask. in, yeah. And he was like, and he was like an older guy, so it was like kind of sad. But he was like, um, trying to fight, like just freaking wear a mask, yeah. Like, chill out. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, this is a violation of my rights. Like, I do not understand that argument at all. Like, I just. You're just trying to protect your neighbor, dude. That's what you should be wanting. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah. It's just <laughs> crazy right now. It's crazy. Everybody, there's such a, we went out to uh, Morrow Bay to see Nikki and Justine. Mm. And so they took us out to um, where they got married. They got married on like the left side of the rock. The rock. Oh, oh yeah. On the levee. The rock, and it's like a Saturday. And there's so many people out. One, which like, mm-hmm. okay. Whatever, still touristy, still summer. Yeah, yeah. People are like just like now getting out. But if I would, I swear, I like took some data in my head. About sixty percent of people were not wearing any kind of face covering and were not being conscious of social distancing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just give me anxiety. Yeah, I went to the store this week, just after Gavin Newsom did the mandatory ordinance for the masks. Okay. And uh-huh. I was really happy to see that, like, most people in the, like, I didn't see anyone, I don't think, without a mask. And I was just like, wow, like, good, good. on us. 
This is good because we're Kings County, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I'm proud. Yeah, I was proud Um, too. But yeah, that's really interesting for Morro Bay. I guess because people figure it's like outdoors. Justine and I were talking about it, and I think it's just because they were all visitors. Same mentality, like. We were talking about like outsiders for IZ. Right. Learning that, like, yeah. You're a place you don't really care, you know? Right. But. I don't know, maybe that's not Yeah, dang, that's too bad. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so the potential of that being virtual is a little bit anxiety invoking. But yes. are you like wrestling side or um <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly. Mm. Yeah. My anxiety is taking over, I think. But it's not like it's not bad. Don't get because I know what bad anxiety is. It's not right. bad. Right. <laughs> So, but yeah, I think a big percentage. It's like more things that is more percentage than anything else right now. Yeah. Um, but I think planning, planning is helping me like not. And like, I'm just trying to like have a better self-talk. Like, no, like I'm going to do this. I I'll be okay. I'm going to figure it out. I was in the classroom for however many months out of the whole school year, which was most of it. So it's just, I'm still going to learn a lot. You know, mostly about yeah. how to control my kids, you know, right. and like how to have develop a good relationship with them. That's what's causing me the most anxiety is like, yeah. will I be able to, you know, effectively manage behaviors and all that good stuff. Right. So, bring out the chunklas and you're good to go. What? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the chunklas. That? Sandals. That's not... Effective over virtual session or meetings classes. Oh, but for virtual, I would like that goes away. Like it doesn't yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, in virtual, you're pissing off. You fucking get kicked. Like, <laughs> or those people just don't show up to start with. Yeah, like. Yeah, or it's like okay, I'm putting, I'm here for you. It's it's your job to show up then and do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't. You like know? when you're in person at school, like I mean, sending your kids to the office is like kind of kicking them out but realistically they always come back <laughs> so like yeah it's more of a cool down but on online if they're causing problems like being disruptive you just boot them yeah um, like that's it <laughs> and i haven't heard of any kids causing problems like that so i just feel like it it just reduces that kind of behavior you know mm-hmm. yeah did you have any cases of like zoom bombings i didn't no, but I heard about it. I'll explain to that. Yeah. Explain what that means. Uh, Zoom. So Zoom is like the mm-hmm. the program I was using. That and, everybody knows what it is. And <laughs> <dang. laughs> he was explaining. You said explain. <laughs> anyway, um, the head football coach at, at the high school I coach at. Oh yeah, yeah. He's also a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Doug Kings, and he talked about there being Zoom bombings, as in like kids from other schools getting the meeting and crashing classes Mm -hmm. and being obnoxious and like all kinds of stuff and like coming in as like weird names and i don't know on zoom starting in july there's going to be a mandatory waiting room or Mm -hmm. code in order to get into zooms so there's not going to be like a free flow where like you just click and join Mm -hmm. there's going to be mandatory waiting room or a passcode so yeah, I always enabled the waiting room for that reason. I was like, I need to see who's coming in <laughs> because right. it's, it's like greeting your kids at the door, like you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's, I had um, one of my students, I think she logged in under her, like, either brother or dad, because it, it showed Jose Ramos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I know I have a Jose, and I know I have a kid who has the last name Ramos, so maybe I'm just going to let this person in. And I was like, wait, thinking about it, maybe I shouldn't have let that person in. And then I think she logged out and then came back as her own account, her own real name. And then I was like, oh, maybe like something like that just happened. But I was like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Who did this? Like, am I getting Zoom bombed right now? (laughs) (laughs) But I did have one kid who, um, like, right before it was our time to log off, he, like, private messaged me because you know how you can do that in zoom (laughs) yeah he was like you're really pretty miss brown and then logged off all fast before i could even like say anything to him (laughs) i was like oh my goodness never do i even do (laughs) what never came back (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i was like oh my gosh how do i handle that like what I think that would be, like, something you address at the beginning. Like, okay, you can private message me if you're too afraid to, like, say your answer in front of the whole class. Right. Um, but keep it, like, professional. Honestly, keep it, keep it it's something, I feel like yeah. it's something you don't even have to address. They should just know. They should just know, but they'll still do it. But it's it. also good, like, it's they're, also but good they're to gonna have... do it whether you address it or not. No, that's, it's not that to say it. I think it's good think. to have clear expectations. Yeah, I think I should. If kid was, like, anxious to do it. But then there's some kids who, are, like, who would do it just because you brought it up. Yeah, but like, then make sure it's stuck. appropriate. And then they'll be like, yeah. oh. Yeah, but those kids kick kicked out. Same, same kids. Honestly, the last I feel like that situation is a lot easier to handle. Can you imagine having a kid walk up to you, say, I think you're really pretty, and then like run out the door? Like that would make like that's just a lot more awkward for everyone involved. He like easily like there's kind of a protection just like logging off, you know? There's no like Yeah. And it was a private message. It wasn't in like the group chat. Like, and you are really pretty. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Like, That's kidding. You just tell him That's thank you. That's very inappropriate. Here's your detention. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like addressing it just be- at the beginning is good because then I can go back. And-, and if it does happen again, I'll be like, yo, I addressed this at the beginning, guy or whoever. It doesn't have to be a guy. But yeah. Oh, look at her. I like that. How progressive of you. Yeah, what well, the heck? I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went to UCSB. Yeah, I live on did. the Central Coast. <laughs> That's right. Um, do you know what we were talking about? I don't know, it was today or yesterday. We were talking about starting this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you like math? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good why, question. Why math? Yeah, we Just... want to know like why you chose that route. Because you got your major in math. I did, yeah. So I've always liked math ever since like grade school and all through high school. I just, I loved it and I loved being good at it and I loved getting good grades in it. And I wanted to be in like the top math classes, which were only in AP Calculus, AB at Lamore High School because we're a small school. But um, that's how it started. Yeah. So I just liked being good at it, I guess, which. I mean, that's. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then I, I feel like that's not like an honorable thing to, you know. <laughs> no, there's nothing, nothing has to be honorable. No, there's nothing wrong with choosing a field that you are more than proficient in. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, but I guess that that's kind of like where it stops. So like, I chose my major as math in mm-hmm. college because I was like, okay, I know I like math, and I don't really know 
anything else about any other major or like because you know when you're you don't know what like sociology means you don't know what poli sci means at all so I was just like I have no idea what these things mean I'm gonna choose math (laughs) um so yeah and then from there it was like kind of a struggle to think about okay what am I gonna do with this it's you know like super abstract like you can't you know like there's so many different kinds of math. Like, mm-hmm. There's so many levels and there's so many different routes and how they apply to other things. So like, like I want to know when math start stops getting physical and like it's all theoretical. Um, third year beginning, beginning of third year, you t- you take your so actually end of sophomore, end of second year, you take your introduction to uh, I forget what it's called, like abstract math or general math or something like that and that's when you learn how to prove things basically and that's a really (laughs) probably bad explanation but then from then on there's no more numbers it's all proofs and you're using the techniques that you learned in the the intro to it's called introduction to higher math that's what it is so you learn the technique of how to prove things in introduction to higher math and then you use those techniques in your operative math classes to prove things. So you're proving things. Ugh, gosh. This structure I... sounds so familiar to like, like philosophy. It, it is. Yeah, it and, is. And a lot of other majors as well. Like, I don't know. Math is just scary. So I guess I didn't think about it applying the same way, but it totally does. It's... And then, so that's where my, you know, I guess I... I hit a wall with math <laughs> in our our first quarter of third year. I was like, this is getting really hard. <laughs> and this is not what I like, you know, thought this was going to be. And then I just really loved the idea of trying to help people not think of math as being so scary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly why I chose teaching because it's just I don't know like people are so afraid they just yeah you know it's like a it's another it's another epidemic or pandemic or whatever probably just epidemic because the U.S. is like really not that great in math so I'm gonna call it an epidemic (laughs) um but yeah so that's sort of how it progressed into teaching math and then I started taking some education classes and they were a lot easier (laughs) Your ed classes, huh? I, I you started taking ed classes before. Like I took a couple of ed classes to get my applied psych minor at the same college mm-hmm, at UCSB. Mm-hmm. But you like, I remember you loving those classes. I did. I enjoyed them a lot. Um, it was definitely scary, though. I think for the same reasons why I'm scared right now, because it's just like this is something I've never really done before. You know, like mm-hmm. be in front of a you know, 30 kids, they're staring at me. I have to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. I have to manage them and make sure none of them are like, you know, acting out or being rude and this and that. And it's just, it's intimidating to think about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And then I just felt like, again, going back to like, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with math? I feel like teaching was like the only answer I could think of. And so Mm -hmm. it was just like scary to be thinking that like, okay, well, I guess teaching is my only option. And like, that's kind of scary to be like kind of pigeonholed into one thing if I don't really know if I like it yet, you know? Right. And I'll be honest, I still feel that way. <laughs> yeah. 
but the I think it's interesting or no not interesting I think it's good because you don't have to do one thing your whole life right this is just how I'm gonna get started and that's Mm -hmm. fine (laughs) it totally I think that's exactly right exactly I've, I've been thinking the same way. I'm just like, yeah, virtual high five. Yeah. I, all day. I love that you just did that. I, I also do virtual sprinkles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think teaching, like, like, with where I'm at right now, I like, I'm, I'm going to apply for the, the program at UCSB. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for next year. Cool. I'm like going through, like, making sure I'm getting all the ducks in a row and everything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just, You'll get in, I'm sure. See my, like, my passion for like the high school age group and like mm-hmm. with coaching and like mm-hmm. being around those kids, like it's so fulfilling. I want to do it more. Like I want to be there more. And I feel like being an on-site, like being a teacher and a coach, like there's just yeah. you know, more opportunity for an impact. Definitely. I agree. So I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to do that in the future. And like, again, you do it for a little while. I hope I pay off my student loans and then, if, yeah. you know, five to seven years from now mm-hmm. I'm not interested in teaching anymore I can pursue something else and be debt-free mm-hmm. and be like okay this is what I want to do and then if realistically if I miss it or if I want to go back you can always you can teach. yeah you can always teach they're never gonna be like ah oh, sorry left <laughs> yeah teaching is just no. such a high priority <laughs> you know it is <laughs> That is true. That's a good point. So, like, it's kind of sad to think of it like that, but it's also, like, no, yeah. it's a flexible field, I think. And it's healthy. It's just, like, I don't know. It helps me a lot to not feel like, oh, my God, I put all my eggs, all of my money into this basket. Right. right. You know? <laughs> not my money, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but, you know, but, like, what you could have done with that money could have been something else. Exactly. Yes. I think that at some point in my life, I will... I have, a, I have a few few fancies. So one, <laughs> one which I think this is already a thing, but doing with John, starting our own like coffee shop during the day. Oh like, my gosh! You stole my idea. We can do it together when you're done teaching. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Or, or I would love to do like a it could be bean, beans and brews. Be- Coffee shop during the day, brewery at night. night. Beans and brews. Um, or like I want to do like a um cat therapy, which Mm -hmm. is like uh an Mm -hmm. adopt adoption cat, but like um you like go and see them in a cute little cafe. Um, but for dogs, if that's possible. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's so much work. It's a lot more. You'd have to have like an outdoor space. I think a lot more space. A lot more like separation from dogs yeah but something like i could see myself I <coughs> honestly i i could do a rescue situation there i don't know there's just, like a lot of things that, there's like, so much potential yeah but like i need to make a lot of money before i do one of those things mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree um these are, you're, you're settled down these are after my kids have left for college <laughs> oh yeah 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 that's awesome well yeah i just think that yeah, there's so much flexibility, and you got to be happy doing what you're doing. So, why not? You know, but yeah, you told I I want to open up a coffee shop too, and like being in Lemoore, our downtown like D, Main Street D Street is just like so cute, and like I just want to help like develop it and like make it cuter. But that's I feel like a dream. 
That's do you, not. Do you see yourself moving back to Lamore, like settling down, like long term, like living life there? That's a great question. <laughs> um, I feel like it's a little big. She just, she just said she wanted to open a coffee shop and develop her <laughs> hometown. That was no, it's definitely question. something I think about. That's just like, I feel like, oh. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I didn't know. I'm not mad at all. <laughs> um, it's definitely something I think about a lot because my my whole family's there. I mean, all the cousins have like gone there, you know, respective ways, moved away. Only one of my uncles, two out of three kids, have stayed around. The other, all the rest of us have pretty much moved away. So, and then I don't even know what the point of me saying this is, but <laughs> I I have strong ties to Lamore for sure. Like, there's yeah. no question about that. But, um, let's see. My grandma is getting older, like she's not going to be around forever. And like that, she's a big part of, you know, why I have such strong ties to more and then like my dad as well. But he's getting close to like retirement age and he, you know, ex- openly expresses that he doesn't like the area as much as he used to. It's just gotten mm-hmm. different as it's grown obviously there's so many more people in in our town and it's, it's tiny but there's so many yeah. more people it's noticeable um so I don't really know what he's gonna do if he's gonna even stay when he's you know retired or if he's just gonna like completely move away but um I don't think I would mind moving back but I don't know if I see myself doing that anytime soon like I'm gonna say at least five years mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah the near future well, I also feel like there's so much flexibility with the, like, settling down age nowadays, oh, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, uh-huh. you want whatever you, you want. 30, you can be 40, like, from 30 to 40, you could still be, like, a whole different chapter of your life that isn't yes. settling down. Right. So. But at the same time, it's so much more affordable to live in Lamore, California, <laughs> yeah. than it is, you know, pretty much anywhere else, I, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Um, and I like it enough, you know, because everyone's like, oh, why would you move there? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, don't knock it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Good. You should be like that. That's your hometown. I'd say that too. Like, not that I'm absolutely in love with Fresno. Right. But like, I still fucking grew up there. Yeah. You know, like that's part of my childhood. I I feel like there's a a difference in like, like, I, I love where I, like, I love Hayward, I rep Hayward, I, you know, I mentioned I'm mm-hmm. Hayward all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm for damn sure never going to live in Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> like, zero yeah. chance. And that's fine. Like, that's like... Yeah, and similar, different... like, I'm never going to move back to Fresno. Right. But it doesn't mean I don't, like, yeah, appreciate I... a lot yeah. of Fresno, Fresnians, Fresno things, and, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff I, I disagree with and don't like as well, but... Right. That's not... That's for me to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, yes. Interesting when... Like, like <laughs> sometimes people, you know, like my parents, for for the most part, like spent their whole life in Hayward. Yeah, yeah. And have never left, and mm-hmm. realistically are doing a bunch of work on their house right now, and like probably don't plan on leaving for a while. For sure. But I feel like that's more common than, like, mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Like you you go, you live somewhere else, you you go to college, you live somewhere else, and you teach or you do whatever for a long time, and then you choose to move back home. So I I found that interesting but yeah yeah 
I see, I see the the draw with family, especially. Yeah, but then it's just like, well, everything, you know, things change all the time. Yeah. So I'm not like for sure going to move back. Or for sure not. Or for sure not. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I just think about like buying a home and realistically, where would that be like the most economically, you know, advantageous to do that? So, right. yeah, we were looking at this <sighs> in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. for funsies. Mm-hmm. First of all, Ernie and Trenton got a place. I know. It looks so nice Beautiful. and it's gorgeous. And I'm just it's gorgeous. Go them. Just like making moves. Yeah. They're getting in the real estate game, which I think is really smart. Yeah, they're, they're super smart. I think I think Trenton's been very sly, but very smart with his money for a long time. Um, oh, yeah. But <laughs> uh, we were looking at places in Santa Cruz, and there were mm-hmm. so many places that we were like, oh, this, is, this isn't bad. And then it's like, not the <laughs> – it's just like, like if you compare price, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like yep. the same. It's, it's insane. insane. It's California. Yeah. It's on the beach. It's on the, yeah. It's like, like our rent here in Santa Barbara, like we, we could have a, a house mm-hmm. rent. <laughs> like, yeah. This is mortgage rent. You oh, know? Totally. you could. Yeah. My mom rents her houses for like 1700 Yeah. And they're like three bedroom houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we have a one bedroom apartment and we pay more than that. Yeah. So like, exactly. but it's like circumstantial, you know? And like, I feel like it, mm-hmm. the point <laughs> in our life, we enjoy living here. It's worth paying for now it's to live work. during this part in our life. It's because of my job. And I love my but job. eventually, <laughs> like, I'm all for yeah. living in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. for, you know, late 20s, early 30s. Right. right. But then, like, I don't see myself wanting to, like, settle down, like, buy a house in mm-hmm. a major city like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of being in the air like on the outside. Like I have no problem with 40 minutes in or ah, like yeah you know stuff like that like I mean I'm down for that too I'm down for Aptos but Aptos is probably more expensive just to put that out there yeah it's <laughs> on the beach that is 40 mm-hmm. minutes south but you can do the... you can do more I'm talking like mountain. Scotts Valley that's like we'll talk about this we'll talk about this Things change. that's where like the compromise comes in where it's like yes yeah yeah access to Santa Cruz it's a 40-minute drive, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You can go there any day you want. Like, realistically, totally. it's not. Mm-hmm. But you still just 30 minutes this way is a hell of a price change. Yep. Yep. I would definitely. That's like um, Santa Maria even- for probably either Santa Barbara or slow. Exactly. But probably more so slow because it's 30 minutes. Like slow. solving to Santa Barbara. I mean, every- a lot of people like- from Santa Barbara moved to Oxnard. Or yeah. yeah, Ventura. To and yeah, Ventura. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like just because it's the big name beach town. Yeah. You can charge more. Like. Yeah. I get it for for like a certain point, but like long term. But like, late twenties, I'm gonna want the downtown. You know. What I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Like you gotta live somewhere young and like lively, and so. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Wow, adult talk right here oh, yeah. it's so funny it's it's so far from now <laughs> i know like, we're in it you know, we're, know but like we're but... in the decision making time and like the grind time do you get in the grind time or do you not oh yeah well, he wants a kitten we might get a kitten what <laughs> when no fair 
<laughs> yeah, you need a pet. You need something. You do. Her. Your, is your landlord situation. Yeah. Oh. We haven't even asked, so that's our first step. <laughs> first step, don't ask. Get a cat. They're chill. That's <laughs> <laughs> so hypocritical. So like we're we're totally upfront about us having a cat with, with our people. first cat, but I didn't want to do it with the second. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it though. With the so how like far out are you guys thinking? Like soon? Whose grandma has my grandma oh. fosters kittens on the regular because my aunt lives with her. Okay. And she's a cat guru. She's a she just like whisper. Uh-huh. Fosters and rehomes uh-huh. cats and oh. back. So that's awesome. They just have kittens all the time. They have three right now, and they're getting like all their rest of their procedures and their stuff uh-huh. done on July thirteenth, and they're basically good to go after that. They need like one more shot. And you like know which one you want. And there's an all black cat with green eyes. Which is exactly the type of cat that we've been wanting. I want to because of um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like just a perfect fit, and, and my grandma has oh it, and gosh. it has no home right now. It's gonna go back to the call oh the cat no. dealers. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh like no. they foster the kittens, and then they send them back, and then they try and get rehomed. So like, right. it doesn't have a home. It doesn't have anywhere to go, and it's just like feels like a perfect fit. And I feel like oh Max would be such a good cat dad. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am in full support of this. <laughs> but then it's like, fuck, we have two cats now. Exactly. <laughs> and that's two cats. We have a kitten. I'm going to want a dog. And she wants years. a dog. And like, I'm all for it. In five dog. years, though, that's doable. Well, the cat will be right, like, bigger and, you know. Yeah, but I don't want him to be like, oh, but we got two cats. <laughs> well, then you can remember this moment and, and pull that card. <laughs> I feel like we'll get to the point where... Well, like, the cats will become my responsibility and the dog will become your responsibility. At that, like, it'll swing, you know what I'm Interesting. saying? Interesting. Because I <laughs> definitely more of a cat person. She is definitely more of a dog person. Stop mm-hmm. saying that. Why do you say that? I am so a cat person <laughs> as well. That is, you can't say definitely of one way or the other. I think you could have not had a cat, but I don't see you not being able to have a dog. That's fair, but I'm also Boom. way much more a cat person than you are a dog person. Like, oh, I agree with that. I'm not oh, like yeah. definitely just you're versatile. Or the other, like, yeah, I'm I agree with that. Big cat person as but, well. So we're both right. You're just you just don't like dogs very much. I, I and dogs will be more work for sure. Yeah, they're more. Work. I get that, but just because it's less work now to have two cats doesn't mean I don't want that to equate. Yeah, I totally get that. Like getting a dog, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want that to. Stop us from doing that later because I, we are getting a dog later. So yeah, and I already. So it's gonna that. happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm good. I just wanted to oh, get kind of dog. It's like my dad. Okay. Oh man, and do you want that dog too? I don't know. It's his... no, I don't, I don't. I'm not like super strict. I just like. Oh. I just like there are certain types of dogs I wouldn't want to have. Gotcha. So like, like what? And I'm also like a, a pugs. Any type of French I agree bull, with that. French bulldog type of anything that can't breathe on its own. <laughs> or swim. Anything that would, <laughs> if I left it outside for a week, it would die. Anything like that? No. Okay. I want a dog. I want a dog that's like That's fair. Me. Yeah, I mean, that's fair too. I, I do agree. Yeah, I want a dog like me that hasn't been like, you know, pampered its whole life. Like, you throw mm-hmm. something at it, it's going to catch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you forget to feed it, it'll be fine. <laughs> 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 
Like, I want a dog, you know, like, he knows when to play, when it's playtime. He knows when to chill, when it's chill. Oh, yeah. I want, a, I want a dog like that. Mid-size. Don't like super big dogs. Okay. Not that I don't like them. I love them, but not for mm-hmm. me. Sure. It depends on what type of place you have, to. I want a dog that weighs less than 40 pounds. Man, you guys have quite the checklist. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. But also, a big thing for us is, like, we're, like, rescue people. Shoot. So I we, mean, we got our yeah. rescue. We're, I mean, for my grandma's basically a rescue because, like, it doesn't It's going to go to a shelter. Yeah, totally. But I have no doubt you will find the perfect dog from a rescue. Totally, me too. That's the thing. It's like we waited and waited and waited for the right cat. And mm-hmm. he, he is awesome. We love him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we'll go through the same kind of process with the dog. But totally. dogs are so much harder than a cat. I don't yes. know. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's pros and cons for sure with everything. <laughs> but I want you to get Plus, then, like with kids, kids and dogs is like a big thing too. You want to have a dog that's good around kids, and like, yeah, yeah. There's just a whole there's so many more people. steps to a dog than there is a cat. Yeah, that's fair. Which is, I think, why I like cats. You grew I up. You grew up going to your grandma's house. And that's why. <laughs> my grandma has, she currently has eight dogs and 19 cats. Oh and, my gosh. And three, three foster kids. Yeah, now the, now the babies. But they're, yeah, she just, she's a rescue, finds an animal. She loves she it. Great, that's great. Them. Can't find them a home? All right, you get to stay. She's like that about 19 and counting. Yeah, she's like that with people, too. <laughs> Aw, that's so nice, though. Yeah. So welcoming and just so generous. She is. That's great. She's awesome. <laughs> okay, so one thing we haven't talked about is that you and I are both twins. Oh. Mm. Twin talk. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I got that tidbit in there. Not that it's, like, that important, but I like that part. Um. Yes, so my twin sister's name is Amy. She's in the other living room doing whatever she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I live with her, as you guys know, but the listeners don't. But, um, exactly. It's freaking perfect, and I don't wouldn't want any other roommate. Sorry, I mean. <laughs> no, don't. Okay, rapid fire. Best thing about living with Amy. Worst thing about living with Amy. The difference about living with Amy compared to other people. Okay, best thing is that we're both clean and we both have the same like sleep schedule slash feelings about going out slash. Feelings about going on adventure, not adventures, but like hikes and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you guys um, like have the same genetic makeup? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm not quite sure about that one. <laughs> um, worst thing would be, I just, I still feel awkward telling her that like Evan's gonna stay over. Uh-huh. Like every time, it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking so much about this. Like I have to tell her. Is that like a um, roommate thing, or is that a sister thing, or is that is it? That- Little oh, boat. sister thing. The sister thing. Mm-hmm. And then what was the third one? Um, Biggest difference living with your sister versus living with other people. Um, we're like the same person, so <laughs> <laughs> it's just like living with myself, kind of, versus getting to know other people and getting to like know how to be around other people and how to, you know, have roommate conversations or you know things right. like that. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, and like we buy all of our groceries together, cook all the dinners together, um, give or take, you know, if she's like working or something. So, yeah, 
which is largely different as how we did it in college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. How, okay, one more. How is, mm-hmm. how is different is the dynamic from like when you guys were in high school and like growing up living together versus like being adults and choosing to live together? Um, hmm. That's a tough one. Because I feel like I had a very big lack of awareness in high school <laughs> um, versus now I'm just like thinking about think about everything and how, how I can be courteous and how I can be communicative or not. But we're both courteous in the exact same way and we're both thoughtful in the exact same way. So I don't know how to answer this question because <laughs> I guess is that is that growth since high school is that is that something that you've noted you're saying you're more aware that you've noticed that's changed um, no because we were also pretty courteous and just with each other at least I don't know we in high school we moved from my mom's to my dad's every week so we were constantly packing up our clothes and our straightener and our whatever every single week going from back each house and so and then at my dad's house we had our stepsisters who lived with us when we were at our dad's until I forget when we started doing opposite schedules maybe like freshman year or sophomore year we started doing that so they would be there with their mom at my dad's house on the week we were with our mom Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm. so you guys weren't all at the same house at the same time exactly because there were that would be seven total people in our tiny little house in I don't know if you've been there, Britt, but it's tiny. I've been there. <laughs> no hallways. Um, tiny house. Big ranch. <laughs> so, oh, <man. laughs> so we had to be courteous, you know. We had to be aware that, like, oh, this might like affect our stepsisters. We have to be quiet walking through, you know, yeah. the room because there's no hallway. <laughs> so, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. I think that was a good answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was g- general. It was good. Okay. What's your favorite memory of college? Oh, my gosh. I know. There's so many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> there is. I don't even know. Um... <laughs> Put me on the spot here. <laughs> that was, that was way harder. Yeah. Any of the questions I asked you're you. Right. John, John, what's your favorite memory of college? How about this? What's your favorite memory from college with Lisette? Ooh, that's way harder. Because my favorite memory is like, like I already have that answer because people have... Start with that then. <laughs> well, everybody knows CMA uh, okay. is like a huge thing for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. the inaugural night of CMAs, it just it changed so much of my college experience for mm-hmm. better that it's hard to like every positive experience because of cmas after that is all because of that night and that moment so i, I have a hard time pegging anything else as my sure. favorite moment that's awesome i'm so glad you have that <laughs> you weren't as much into country music but like you still were right like you you grew up country music no am i throwing out stereotype no. <laughs> yep, for sure are. Sorry. <laughs> my dad listened to Nirvana and Jack Johnson and Queen and the White Stripes. 
but getting more into it now because you need to come stagecoach with us when that yes well that's only true for stagecoach like i haven't really listened to any country since we all knew that it wasn't happening anymore Mm. (laughs) stopped with the momentum baker (laughs) (laughs) no i just wanted to appreciate it while i was there so i wanted to be in it you know but like it's not my first choice all right i I totally feel that and yeah yeah i i mean it is mine so it's like easy for me to like back it up yeah but but like i also totally have other playlists of other genres that i listen to in certain scenarios when you want it to but country music is just so easy for me because like anytime i do anything i just throw country on it like in a plot Mm -hmm. like i run to country music now (laughs) i used to like try and run to like hype up music and i'm like I'm not running fast right now. Like, why do I need hype up music? Like, I'm just going to listen to music I want to listen to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, so. that makes sense. Yeah. I have a memory of you guys from college when we, that party we all went to, like, the very end. No, the very end of, the, of freshman year, there was two parties. It was, like, Jose's, um, yes. like, his frat, frat party, party for, like, his, uh, his chapter like got or they, when they got like when they crossed and they like became members or whatever. And then so, so we all went from that party. You'll remember this. We all went from that party okay. to the one that, was DJing. No, not that one. We went to that party. So we all like mobbed out like thirty five of us from Jose's party to the one where Juan was DJing at. Mm-hmm. And at that party, um, the whole living room was just filled with pillows. Do you remember this? Yes. Oh my gosh, what's that? So this, this memory is so funny because we were all just like freaking. I think I vaguely did. Pillow fight. We were like, it was a fun night. I can't remember. It was a pillow fight. <laughs> but that one point, and like everyone knows you're you're a tough person, but it was the funniest thing because like <laughs> just John is like fucking hitting you with these things like so hard. I think I remember this now. With the pillow. With the pillow. But Heather was so mad. She was like, stop, stop what are you doing? She was so mad at John. She should have been. I was like, what the heck are you doing? We were like, having fun with a pillow fight. And, it got and you were fine. You were like, oh my God. And you were like hitting him back. But it was so funny. Like, the same thing I remember, like Heather being so upset and you being pillow. Uh-huh. But he was hitting you hard with these pillows. I don't doubt it. Oh. <laughs> um. Let's see. I mean, obviously, I think a huge part of college for me was just meeting all of you girls. Like, I I didn't even... You are, like, my friend group that is, like, separate from any friends that I have, you know, here from Lamar. Or not, I'm not in Lamar, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. That Amy and I, like, are both friends with, and they know us as twins, and, like, we're always together. So this was my first friend group that's just mine, you know, and that, that means a lot to me, and I'm so glad that I had that. So that's a large part of me and college. So I was just, like, so glad. And I I, <laughs> I just, like, really learned how to be a friend and, like, still learning, of course, but that was just, like, so so big for me. So, yeah. <laughs> I love both of you and like your girls whole group we have like, a really great group it is we do and i just think it's so cool like i like i know people <laughs> don't have that you know and i'm not trying to like rub it in people's faces but like but no it's group, true this group is so special like it's yes. so real and it's so <laughs> and like it just it makes me feel so good because like i i feel that same way with like like me and my boys and like mm-hmm. just the fact that 
these two groups both like coexist from the same area. That's cool. Yeah, is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so much, <laughs> like, mm, like so much meat <laughs> to it. You know, it's just like it's just so good. Like, yeah, we could run shit. Put the groups together. We can oh go gosh. run shit. Can you imagine anywhere? That's that's like ten of us. More and it's yeah, it and everyone's just so great, and like we all have our own things, and we all have our own friendships inside of the big group, and that's right. totally fine. And like right. no one, you know, no it's just like it, yeah. it all works, and we don't see each other all the time, but we make efforts to you know meet up here and there, and that's perfect. So I know, yeah, me too. That's my favorite memory too. Ah, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like not it's, even kidding. It's so many memories. You yeah. Know? It's, it's all yeah, and that's the other. And you yeah. can't pin it on one. Oh, this time it's like, no, it's mm-hmm. all of it, right. all encompassing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I also really liked lifeguarding too. That was a really big positive experience for my college. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. yeah, it's cool that you have that background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love pool. So I'm hoping to maybe get into swimming. As a teacher, swim coach, whatever. Me too. That That was part of my question, and I I forgot about it. So you want to coach, possibly swim? Poss. Yeah, I think that would be like the one I would go for. Like we, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm qualified to do any sports, like be a coach. You you know, but one hundred percent. You are. You don't. You actually don't really need any qualification because you are already inclined (laughs) to coach, and that is all you need. Right. (laughs) You uh, say that again. You're already interested. That is. Oh. (laughs) If you're interested, you will. They will find some type of role and place for you, especially as like an on-staff employee. Like. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. because just having on-staff employees as coaches just gives more oversight for kids throughout the day and that's yeah that's how everything used to be like it's all coaches like, used to be teachers and now you have, you have like walk-on coaches like coming from other jobs and coming right. from campus like it's just a different yeah well and also that's less i agree that's harder to manage and like be um kind of strict with like it's easier if your teacher you know your school's policy you know yeah totally kind of, like the boundaries even or whatever you know somebody not that you're not great with all this stuff but like you know somebody like john just coming in and being like oh i want a coach that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. harder to communicate right like you know mm-hmm. but anyway. yeah and like there's access to grades and access to other teachers and just for backup support system exactly um yeah i had something to say but i forgot now oh you potentially would want to coach something else no <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. Oh, we're, well. we're at just about an hour, so it's a perfect segue into our little okay, perfect. segment. And then Party break. Yeah, party break, and we'll hop back on. Okay. Right. I'm actually going to use the bathroom. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to say that. <laughs> I almost said it with, before you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode what episode? Twenty. Oh, that episode. <laughs> did you think? Did you? Yeah, we didn't recall. Even, did you recall during our break? <sighs> no, I wasn't I even thinking about, about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back. It's all good. It'll come. It'll come. But anyway, yeah, I'm glad you're gonna start coaching because that 
or you're gonna potentially try to start coaching yeah and that's something I'm kind of afraid of too that they know I am interested in doing that is that um I don't want to do that my first year because mm-hmm. you know I'm still like learning how to even teach and be a teacher so well <laughs> and especially with COVID yeah because you don't know how that's gonna look I feel no. like sports are just like a no-go I don't know there I just found out yeah actually during this podcast I'm like getting messages no way Ocean Oxnard has canceled all of their fall sports the rest will follow bummer because yeah. we're right next to Oxnard yeah Oxnard and Ventura are like in our league for shit so yeah I don't know how this is gonna fly and it's just making me so nervous dang I'm but sorry John for like the past 30 minutes yeah I did not know <laughs> wow oh I'm just like every time I see like a message I like look up and I'm like oh oh no oh. <laughs> but I mean you That's never know really sad I would love it if they, like, just postponed season. It's just so complicated to do that because if you make there, – there was one schedule that was, like, proposed that mm. all sports would be played in January. Mm-hmm. And How does that work? So fucked for everything else. Right. You know, it's like you take all your fall sports and you do them in January. Mm-hmm. All of your winter sports can't start till February, mid-February, maybe March – Spring forts aren't going to start until April or May. Like, how do you? That's just so little time. How do you convince nine months, ten months, I mean, twelve months into that short of a time? It's just wild. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I just feel bad. Like as much as I felt bad for the twenty twenty seniors, like I I feel even worse for the twenty twenty one seniors because they don't know. Right. Like, it was one thing when, like, spring sports got canceled. Like, you know, all your mm-hmm. spring sports were like, hey, you guys are done. Sorry. Yeah. Like, you can be sad and you can instantly start coping with that. But for, for like, fall sports or even winter, like, just when waiting. you're coming in, we're spending all this time in the off-season Zooming. We're doing, like, yeah. practices and online in the summer. Still and, like, investing still in it. promoting their time. Yeah. And then for us to wait and wait and wait. And then in August or September or October to be like, oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to play. That's going to be so much more crushing than, hey, yeah. the world is kind of going through some shit right now. You gotta yeah, start. I feel like they should at least say, hey, maybe like start thinking about this. Start expecting right. this to happen because that way it won't be as big of a blow. Yes. And it's it, it, like that's so important. But like the motivation on the other side of that is so hard because how do you stay motivated to like work out and stay fit mm. and keep learning when <laughs> it might all be for nothing? Right. So, like, as yeah. coaches, we're just like, That's hey, true. we're going to prepare. We're going to be ready to go because if we have a season, there's a season. We got to be ready. Right. But yeah, also, I see that. If there's no season, that's just, like, even harder because we're like, got to be ready. Got to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. Ugh. That's super tough. Oxnard is, is it Oxnard High School? Oxnard High School. Well, Oxnard School District. Yeah, but the Oxnard mm. School is high. Because there's a there's a kid from big and flip like they're yeah Oxnard High School is like nice crazy football. football. And their their starting quarterback who was a junior is transferring schools because of it. Mm. He's going to Westlake to the better school. No, just their their just season's canceled. Just to play. So oh, oh, I see. He's gonna try, and he's he's really good. He's like got some nice honorable mentions in like some wow. areas. Like he's. He's recruiting. Ah. It's just like 
he's going to change schools just so he can play. Keep. To play. Yeah. But like Even also, when you change schools, you miss out on the first half of your season. So realistically, he's changing schools to play maybe four games. And with this schedule, there might only be five games. Yeah. So that might even be cut down to who knows how many games. So it's just crazy. And Columbus right. Unified is a full year, by the way. You can't play at practice for a full year if you transfer schools to play sports. Really? So that's because of her team. <laughs> no, it's because of the Columbus Unified School District in general. But most most school districts, you can't play until you have a report card from that school. Oh. That's why it's the first half of the season. Yeah. Oh, I because see. Because once you're there for the first you know, quarter of school or third or however high school is now. Progress. Yeah, you're, you get your progress checked, you get a report card, then <laughs> you show that you have grades at that school, you can start to play. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had girls who just fall out. We didn't have girls. We had girls come in who just ate a full year so they could play. Like, their junior. Crazy. Senior year. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. So sad. I'm so sad for all of them. Like, ugh. Garbage. Everything is just like what? Like it's still going. Like the disappointments like, are yeah, still happening. It's, it's like, getting we're, worse. We're fucking in our mid twenties, like stressing. These kids are like seventeen. Yeah. Like, especially I was thinking about that a kid day. who like realistically gonna play college ball. Like sports is like their avenue to right or to go like right. pursue their life. To just be like, oh yeah, that might not happen. At all. Like, how do you do? You how does the recruiting process work? How does I mean, everyone's got to have... Scholarship process work, like, you know, how does... We don't know. It's all jacked up. have a little <laughs> bit of a, of a leeway. But it just sucks if, like, you don't think, like, your junior year represented you enough, like, to be recruited. And you have, right. like, potential getting better and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If your your senior year was your year, yeah. not your junior year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Sad. I feel like exceptions are just going to happen to be made or just... Right. Yeah. Or, like, you can maybe get in somehow else oh, i don't even know it's i'm just, not even gonna try it's so question marking yeah <laughs> oh my gosh he's developed my language question marky mm-hmm. why <laughs> i don't feel like that's something you'd say in fact i feel like that's something that i would say then you would roll your eyes at me. I you would definitely say mark. question mark i do say question mark i say question mark too like I'll like state something. Or, like, I feel like Brittany was the first person I would say, but also you're like when you do when you you know when you say something and you don't like say it in like a question tone like like your yes. yeah. question mark yeah it's like, <laughs> like, like add it on my inflection wasn't yeah. there so let me give you another yeah <laughs> yeah yes also I think what I was gonna say was the I don't want to teach my first or excuse me coach my first year I think that's what I was gonna say. Oh, that makes sense. I'm not not. I mean, that makes sense. It's like just like a life stress thing of like mm-hmm. don't bite off more than you can chew. You don't want to get burned out so quick. Exactly. Yeah. So. I'm on like the other side of that where I've been coaching and I'm not teaching yet. Mm-hmm. Like I've been subbing, but not necessarily at the school that I teach at. Right. That I coach at. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's the opposite where like I'm already in and bought into a program. And being a teacher at the school would make my life so much easier as a coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, scheduling-wise. Yeah, like, that's so funny. Investment-wise, like, you know? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. like, the opposite, where I'm, like... Priorities are different, Yeah, the priorities, yeah. Because you'd have, like, a productive, like, morning till afternoon, 3 p.m., and then you go straight into practice, and it just, like, flows nicely. 
but then the stress of like, say I do go to the UCSB master's program, mm-hmm. do my year there, I graduate, I get my teacher credential, and then I apply to schools and I don't don't get into the school that I coach at. Mm-hmm. How does that's I don't something know, to think about? <laughs> I don't know how that works because I know that I can't be at an opposing high school. I can't teach at a high school and coach at another. Oh, I see. Sucks. It's not allowed. So are you like completely dead set on DP, like won't go anywhere else? No, not that I won't, but I mean, I wouldn't coach anywhere else. That's what I was asking. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would coach anywhere else. You don't think you would coach against Kings? Not that, I just, I wouldn't. I just, you know, you're, you get invested in a program and. Yeah, totally. I, I understand I that to, for sure. Especially because like timeline wise. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I wouldn't be here a whole lot longer. So I wouldn't want to get into a new mm. program in an area that I'm going to leave. leave. But like the program you wouldn't start until fall 2021 or sp- summer 2021, June mm-hmm. or yeah. Yeah. June, June 2021. 2021. Yeah. I would finish so like that, June 2022. Oh, yeah, it's only a year-long program. That's what that is. And then Hopefully I would basically teach for, for a year. Year. Mm-hmm. That's not Hopefully desirable. Not. <laughs> it is not desirable. Like, but like, that's just what the timeline is working. Yeah, like, totally. I could, realistically, I could push it back one year, but I really don't want to. I want to go back to school and finish it. Mm, yeah. But like, I could. It would be more convenient to to wait another year to do the program so that I finish right as we're leaving. Yeah. Seven. That would be, yeah, that would be smart. But I understand you want to get it done. Yeah. And you want, like, a, a good paying job. <laughs> yeah. You want to make money. That too. I want to pay off my loans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that completely. So, we shall see. And you'd be going for PE, right? Interesting. Oh. I... I decided I want to teach U.S. history. I was gonna, I was gonna say history next. <laughs> I feel like, well, also I'm sorry for stereotyping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna be a PE teacher until I have enough tenure to score. I don't have to do anything. Oh my gosh, John used then to say, be a PE John used to say that he will never be a PE. I did not say that. I said I don't want to. I don't want my goal to be a PE teacher. <laughs> like gotcha. that, my bar needs to be higher. You know what okay. you should do? You should just start calling it physical education teacher. I want it to be like life education. That's what I want. Be physical involved, but like I want to be in a position where like uh-huh. like homework, like <laughs> avid. Yeah, sorry. Kind of like, but avid like has that natural tie to English, and I really like. Mm-hmm. But history also is very history much English. Has, history is that, and but the thing is with history is there isn't that same pressure on the english part right you get what i'm saying yeah like as a as an english teacher like realistically unless they're going to go into a particular field that utilizes a certain class in high school english is the only class you really need now when you graduate with the exception of like basic math Mm -hmm. like you need to be able to do basic math and you mm-hmm. need to be able to like read and write and like correctly yeah. understand right so like i yeah. feel like history takes the fucking load off where it's like <laughs> not a pressure <laughs> class where like 
Like, you won't I'll be graded on your exactly. grammar. I'll be nervous as an English teacher because they really need this shit. Not that they don't need history, but there's, there's a lot more flexibility with history to to be more of like a life educator and like yeah with students and you know this and that and yeah debate dialogue what about like also as a philosophy person i feel like it ties into history so much more than any other field yeah i would agree with that or there's like life skills teachers i mean maybe they're not calling it that now but like also where like like, a counselor how how does that fit in like what subject yeah yeah what subject and like certain districts definitely don't have anything like that right yeah there's just so much yeah i see where you're going i I see it completely yeah i feel like history like fits that little avenue Mm -hmm. that i can definitely branch off from there if there are opportunities in an area that i'm going to be for a longer period of time what about music Mm -mm. why (laughs) music's a hobby not a career music teacher yeah like what would you music's are you a hobby not a career is it, are you musical yes he is i he did was choir all through a choir, choir. okay fifth grade to like my senior year of high school so no, my first, awesome. my first his, class his I tone was a little off-putting considering the first he class, loves choir the first class that i subbed was a uh, was an elementary choir oh like, class that's cute it was so fun. We did like <laughs> rhythm sticks and I like taught them all this kinds of fun stuff instead of just being like boring stuff and didn't know anything about music. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But, but yeah, I wouldn't. I you wouldn't could be the to. choir teacher. No. Because the thing is, is I came from a school that had such a <laughs> legit choir program. Uh-huh. And my, my choir teacher was just like amazing. amazing. He went to Juilliard and he traveled what? the world as a, as a performing, like as a pianist. And he has perfect pitch and my like school like won so many awards they performed at Carnegie Hall multiple times wow like my high school was legit that's and awesome I just could not hold myself to that standard it's like yeah. can't be like him can't because do it because you also have to go to music school you have to get a music teaching credential that's like mm-hmm. a totally different route uh, okay, you can't just to- teach music sorry I didn't <laughs> know it could have just been like your own C-set you know Is that yeah C-set? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I mean but yeah, that's so. It's like a totally different route. You have to like go to music school to like realistically teach. I kind of love that. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. I, I love too. that. That's that level of standard. Yeah, that's great. But it's also kind of like that kind of sucks because it makes it so much harder for you to be a music music teacher. Blech. Yeah. But also, like, you don't, you shouldn't be a music teacher if you haven't gone to music school. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess. You know, mm-hmm. like, I should not yeah. be a music teacher, <laughs> just based off what I learned in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. So there, there is a guy who's the class two years above me, graduated 2012. His name is mm-hmm. Jonathan Campos. He, his senior year was like, every every year there's a senior who's like kind of like, oh yeah, you're totally the kid who's going to become a music teacher. And he was like conducting some, some of the stuff as a senior. Oh, wow. Getting really involved. And he just finished his, he took like a super long track at San Jose State. Uh-huh. But I think like six years or something. But he he officially finished his, and he's teaching at my high school. Is a music teacher? Wow! Because my music teacher re- retired and now is on the uh, school board of education. That's so cool. That's awesome. So that really it's awesome. super cool to like see that. Yeah, it's like a total. Uh, but total also, he went to school yeah. for like a bunch of years to like teach do music. That. Yeah, you're right. That's, That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Dang. 
Dang. Well, that's, that's cool. Me. I think PE is different. PE is just like, okay. You're busy. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but I know you need to. No, you have to know like the muscles and the movements and like all that stuff. And he knows all that. But you don't. But I'm saying like, like to apply it, you don't. I understand like. Like you should have like, a basic level of education for that. You're a math teacher, that. you're teaching algebra one. Which is like the entry level math for high school, right? Yeah. You don't need to know your applied math theory and all <laughs> of that shit in order to teach math in high school. But, but you, you know it. need to have like met that standard. Exactly. Right. That's to be kind of where Got like, it. the PE thing comes yeah. in is like up to apply it realistically, all you gotta do is know numbers like one through sixty. <laughs> You gotta be able to operate a timer and a clipboard. Like, you are. I feel like PE coaches are like some of the most like loved teachers. Oh hell, you know why? Because they don't have any stress at work. Get to be (laughs) friends. I I I read this thing and it was the PE teacher asking the kids, "Who do you think your smartest teacher? You know, who's who's your smartest teacher?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, the AP." Calculus mm-hmm. teacher, you know, AP chemistry teacher, mm-hmm. AP English, and he's like, "No, it's me." They're like, "Why?" He's like, "Because I get paid <laughs> all of them, and I play dodgeball all day." <laughs> <laughs> you know? so like, just- oh my god! I remember what I was going to say. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, but I don't want to start there. I want to end there. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> you remember what you were going to say? What were you going to say? So I was going to say that, like. You know, like math teachers aren't, you know, the students' most favorite teacher all the time. I mean, if you're good, and I right. don't, I just don't know that about myself yet. So, Never miss Bishop. Okay. <laughs> so, like, swimming would be another way for me to c- get to know more kids and connect. Yeah. You know, like they're not gonna like open up to their math teacher. You know, you know, yeah. it's just like different, yeah. different vibes in math class. You you will I think you'll one hundred percent end up as a coach eventually. Yeah, because just you you have that like personality where it's about like the impact and like like you're saying like you can only have so much impact as a math teacher and you're gonna want that and I feel like coaching is just the perfect mm-hmm. for that definitely yeah especially like if you're out of school and you like start like getting like really into your school you know like there's nothing more school pride than being a coach at school. exactly you know, like being a part I of a program agree. at school mm-hmm. True. i agree yeah anyway i'm glad i remembered <laughs> me too but that makes total sense yeah um, all right I'm all hyped up. i know but we need to wind down because we need to be on time for trivia this is true oh, oh she's yeah already she's already thinking if you're on time you get an extra point well, it's eight thirty right now. <laughs> but perfect, yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect podcast. ending. So fun. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great and not at all what I was expecting, which is good. <laughs> do you feel good about it? I do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. Love, love you, you both. It was so good to see your faces and chat with you and just learn more about you guys. I know. John yesterday was like trying to plan about like for this podcast. I'm like, well, what do you want to learn about with set? Because I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> I learned 
something about um, every single person we have on. I learned something new. That's great. I love cool that. Because, like, they're all our closest friends. And yeah. we're learning things still. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. All right. I'll see you guys in like a Bye. second. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Mm-hmm. Bye. This is episode 20. <laughs> <laughs>